Forgotten Cinema is getting romantic for our eighth season and just in time for Valentine's Day as we cover the 90s ensemble drama, Beautiful Girls. We'll then do a complete 180 as we dive into some spy films, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and Spy Game. We'll find out why white men can't jump and whether you should shoot to kill while enjoying a Frankenweenie. Nope, that doesn't make any sense. You know what else doesn't make sense? This season will also feature our 100th episode of Forgotten Cinema. Feels like 100 years. Don't I know it. Forgotten Cinema. Never stop, never stopping. Yes, that's a hint. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Do you like beer? Do you like podcasts? Do you like beer podcasts? Then check out Cracking One Open, a podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every week, we crack open a new craft beer from breweries around the country. And sometimes the world. We'll talk about how it was made, what's in it, the history of the brew, and the brewery. Then we'll give our tasting notes, and while we're finishing up, we'll talk about some of the latest goings-on in the world of pop culture. So check out Crackin' When Open with Mike and Elise, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hello there, and welcome, nerdy knights at the well-rounded table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm Colleen McMillan, Jedi Master and Rebel Scum Collaborator. Hello. Hi, I'm Republic Captain Daniel O'Brien. And I am Pirate Jedi Anders Drew. But no matter what rank you carry, one thing will always remain constant. Much to learn, we still have. That's so true. Today, we're very excited to give our initial reactions, woohoo, yay, and theories for the newest episode of The Bad Batch. There will be spoilers for this episode, as well as rampant theorizing for future episodes. So if you'd like to avoid that, please tune into our Rebels coverage and see what the gross crew is up to instead. But if you have seen the episode, grab a drink from SIDS and put on that shiny updated armor mm, as we discuss the Bad Batch episode 14, War Mantle. Hmm, scary. All right, let's punch it, Anders, with our episode recap. All right, so we start off. It's very dark. We're in the woods. There is a clone running away from somewhere. We're not really sure what exactly he's running from, but he plants a distress beacon before he gets stunned and almost eaten by some very scary-looking alien, like, dog-wolf things. Not really sure what those are. Um, Rex reaches out to the Bad Batch about the beacon, asking them to rescue the clone from the planet, Daro. Uh, they kind of have a little bit of a debate where Wrecker agrees with everybody, and then they agree to take on the mission. That was hilarious, by the way. Wrecker's it was like, really oh, no. funny. They have a point. Oh, no. They have a point. I think the dog uh, things Omega are called Massifs. Like Ma Mastiffs, Massifs, but Massifs. Okay. Uh, we then do a quick cutover. We check in on Camino, where Rampart and Crosshair are overseeing the movement of all the clones to an Imperial facility. Lamassu has revealed to Nalase that the Empire canceled all of the Kaminoans' contracts, and he's not feeling good, thinking that it will the Empire will probably just eliminate them rather than let them go continue cloning on their own. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good for them. No. So meanwhile, on Daro, though, the Bad Batch discover a secret base full of new soldiers and some commandos. Hunter and Tech want to go back to the ship, but Echo is insistent that they go in for the rig. So they make it to the facility, they get to the rig cell, and they break him out, where he introduces himself as Gregor. It's Gregor! So I, I love seeing his goofy self on, on screen. It was perfect. Um, so great. unfortunately... What's he's up? Not, he's not bald yet. His hair looks great. Yeah, oh, yeah his hair's looking pretty good. He's ripped, yeah. Gregor's mm -hmm. huge. <laughs> yeah, he's not aged yet. Um... 
unfortunately though tech sets off some alarms because he's still using out of date clone uh clone codes so during the fight the troops are revealed that to be not clones but they're conscripted soldiers uh gregor refers to them as the clones replacements so he's been working there as an instructor but he decided he wanted out so hunter calls omega and wrecker on the ship and they come in for a pickup and the crew makes it to the ship with several imperial fighters in pursuit Omega uses Gonky to power the ship's shields, but unfortunately, awesome. Hunter falls and he is left behind as he's completely surrounded. Is that like one of the first times we've ever actually seen a Gonk droid like used as a battery, despite the fact that they are just like walking batteries? Yeah, I, think <laughs> I loved so. that he finally had a use. Yes, and freaking Omega's been taking care of him, so like mm-hmm. it, it all came in handy. Good job, Gonky. We love you. We love droids. Good job, Sarah, Gonky. Sarah, we love droids. Everyone loves droids. Okay, so then we're back on Camino. Hmm. Lamasu's escape attempt is thwarted hardcore. Nalse is taken into custody as her scientific knowledge can be of use to the Empire. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. But Lamasu is cornered in his office. His services are no longer needed because he's a politician and they're bye. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't, we don't need those anymore. We don't need those. Uh-huh. Hunter is taken to a cell where Crosshair comes to see him. Hmm. Cue end of episode, cure our hearts into our throats. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking off the final arc of this season. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Mm. All right, I can't wait to talk about it. All right, We're let's heading, get into it. Heading into our reactions and favorite moments and highlights from the episode. Okay, I think I know what we're all gonna <laughs> <say>. <laughs> More Rebels tie-ins. I'm here for it. We've been wanting to see Gregor or Wolf for since the beginning of the season. Like, we've just been waiting for them to come in. I love his freaking low-cut armor that looks like a tank top. Yep. <laughs> just like because he wears a tank top in Rebels. I'm like, yes, <laughs> give it to me. He just wants to show off his pecs because he looks great. I'm a sucker for him. I love his character. He's so sweet and unassuming. He's totally different from the other clones. Mm-hmm. I pretty much loved every every moment of this episode. It was basically a flawless episode for me. Mm-hmm. It felt very much like the first act of a movie. Yeah. Loved it. I'm, How about you, Daniel? I'm hoping we feel that across the next few episodes to close out the season. Mm-hmm. I um I thought the tension was perfect throughout this. Like it built so well. I mean, it just had a perfect atmosphere around it for me. It I like seeing this transition uh into the empire that we know from the movies. So seeing uh that proto stormtrooper armor was was really neat. And we got to see. One of the clone commandos from Delta Squad, which we'll talk about <laughs> later on. That made me incredibly happy. Yes. Um, this episode just made me hyped for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I can't wait to see what's in store. Yeah. Oh, man. Definitely. Mm. I, this might be my favorite episode so far of the season. It just, everything about it felt high-end. And I, we don't know where they're going next, right. which kind of just made it feel you just bought in so much more. Yeah. Um, it was very well paced. All the setup, you know, you guys mentioned, is it pretty flawless as an episode? My my one like kind of tiny complaint, and it's not even a real one. Like we well, we were laughing earlier, you know, Wrecker having that moment where he's just agreeing with everybody. I would like to see something else of Wrecker than just being the big dumb one. Yeah. <laughs> like. But then I have to remind myself that we're only in season one, and in season in season one of of a show, everybody's one note because you're just meeting them really for right. getting really meeting them for the first time. So growth mm-hmm. can come later. Exactly. Um, 
I loved that opening. The the dark, everything about it was just so so cool. You know, we talk, and you know, I feel like in fandom circles and in podcasting circles, everyone's always talking about stakes, and the stakes just feel very very real here. Yes. Yeah, I have a really bad feeling. One of our one of our bad batch boys is going to either die or be incapacitated for quite some time. Oh man, okay. Moving into our favorite moments, that opening was so good. Like Andrew just said, so intense. Very Richard Kimball in The Fugitive. Like I just yes. wanted Scorch to say, I don't care. <laughs> as, he, <laughs> as Hunter like fell off a waterfall or something, I was waiting for it. Oh man. That would have been so awesome. <laughs> but still, it was very good. Um, love the political drama on Camino. The freaking Empire ships coming in. That shot was gorgeous. Yes. So beautiful. Like, oh, Caminoans are fucked. <laughs> the Empire is here, and you guys should have left a long time ago. It did not, mm, didn't expect Lamassu to be gunned down in his office in this episode. I mean, technically, we didn't hear a shot, but I think he's probably dead, but maybe not. <laughs> I mean, mm, it, it, he could be still alive, but I, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say talking to the baby clones was like both very sweet but also very ominous like girl you know that they are not heading for a good life yeah like she's trying to keep them calm and keep them like as happy as they can be because I think she is like the one who's kind of caring and cares about her charges but still it was a little like eerie and like couldn't you give them a heads up to be like please try and escape (laughs) because You might be going to an extermination chamber. We don't know. I loved the secret base training facility. A friend of the pod, Matt, and I were talking about it. We really wanted it to be Mount Tantus, which is from the Heir to the Empire trilogy, <laughs> or one of Pelpy's other kind of secret base slash storehouses. It could still end up being one of those places if it's abandoned as a training facility. So, like, fingers crossed, it would be really cool to see Palpatine kind of building up his stockpiles of places that are, like, his secret secret lairs. I love that he has so many caches all over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Mm. Makes sense for that nefarious mastermind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, how about so you? for any of our uh, yet another Star Wars podcast listeners, they know that I love dogfights. I am a <laughs> slut for dogfights. And yet again, just a great dogfight in this episode. I yeah. I loved like the drama in the base, trying to avoid in there. Everything about that was so much fun, but that dogfight, mm-hmm. like, felt so like good because there were actual stakes. Like you're talking about, Anders, the ship took damage. They had to plug in Gonky. Like they had to pull out yep. because they would have gotten destroyed. Yep. There were actual stakes to that dogfight, and you could you could feel the tension throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorites that I've seen in a while. So that was that was awesome. We actually well, haven't really had pilots too. Yeah, there haven't yeah. been that many. We really haven't had that many dogfights. Mm-hmm. We haven't. No, I'm just saying, like of... in general, in Star Wars in a while. Oh, okay. like mm-hmm. that was yeah. one of the more fun dogfights I've seen in Star Wars in a while, and I was really happy for that. So proud of Jack. Uh, like he's a good pilot. Yeah, he's a good pilot. And uh, we saw Clone Commander. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so ready. I was like, Daniel's gonna be so yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we'll get into it in a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I'm why we'll be uh, talking about clone commandos in depth. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I just love that Gonky got got to be the the hero there for a minute. It was adorable. It was fun. 
was great to actually see him do something other than be a a weight. Mm-hmm. And he for, did it like of his own volition. He like came charging in there yeah. like, yep. I can do um, something. And that tease at the end with Crosshair and Hunter was so, so cool. Because, I mean, Crosshair's line of, oh, I was hoping for the whole team, but you'll do. I mean, that's that's an ominous line right there. What's he planning on doing? Yeah. <laughs> bait, bait, bait. <laughs> Probably. Um, I liked Gregor's kind of off-head comment about, like, he didn't actually teach these new Star Troopers everything because that would be the very <laughs> dumb decision. So he had another joke against Stormtrooper AIM and why they're bad at their jobs. Why did oh, they man. freaking having Gregor teach anyone after extreme <laughs> head trauma? It's just not a good job by the Empire. No. Speaking nope. of Gregor, though, I do. I love seeing him on screen. I love hearing him on screen. He has like one of the most interesting voices of yeah. any of the clones. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. Which I'm excited for. The the facility itself like looked so much more Empire. Like yeah. definitely yes, so much closer sure. to like yeah. an original trilogy type design. The hallways and everything was really cool. Uh, just, yes, I am just really, really pumped now for these. Yeah. I was already pumped, but I am amped, yes, for these last two episodes. All right, now we are going to head into our Easter eggs connections and callbacks, starting with Project War Mantle. Mm-hmm. The episode's title was mentioned back in episode three, The Replacements. War Mantle was first mentioned on screen during the events of Rogue One, when Jin and Cassian are going through the various data files on Scarif. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to replace all of our clones, guys. Yeah, all of them because i'm sure then they will be able to go off to happy lives afterwards where they will be able to live out their days in peace and do whatever it is that they want and not be in hiding that sounds true and wonderful and roses and rainbows and butterflies for all i just love that we're seeing the projects mentioned in that rogue one scene yes we've seen a few of them like the light speed tracking that we see in episode Mm -hmm. eight Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm an easter egg within an easter egg we love it yeah yeah all right so starting off the episode we had that chase scene in the woods and like i'm not sure about you guys i was getting like major major like heavy sci-fi horror vibes like this Mm -hmm. looks like the chase scene in et or like something out of a predator movie and then like immediately afterwards we cut to the ship and it was a very nice little moment where hunter's playing with his knife and omega's like trying to copy him But it reminded me of the <laughs> Marines and the alien in the Aliens movie. <laughs> Bishop, what are you and doing? Bishop, Bishop with the knife. <laughs> oh, oh, Paxton, we love you forever and always. <laughs> but definitely some very, very heavy influences here. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things too, with the ET kind of vibes. Yeah, like something is chasing you in the woods. It's not going to be good. <laughs> nope. all right and who's back oh and our boy rex he is back and he's been busy so he's on some sort of mission uh so he's calling for help he's in the middle of something Uh, maybe he's trying to grab wolf who knows um but so this reminded us a lot of movies where someone gets a distress call uh Mm -hmm. only for it to be silenced before the really necessary info comes in yeah Uh, it's kind of like maz kanata's call in last jedi (laughs) <laughs> the gotta go shit's going down yep. yes i gave could you like it, one piece of information him, but now i gotta leave 
Yeah, can't can't give you the guy's name, name now. <laughs> We're just gonna call yeah, him Master Codebreaker. The Maz connection. Yeah, Master Codebreaker. No name. Also, he looks like this, Justin Thoreau, though. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this bit I was really intrigued actually with the fact that like Rex had the hood up and stuff like the hood up hollow, almost some Emperor vibes going on, or like maybe he's yeah. with like Ahsoka and or something. Ahsoka. And he's got the it's almost like a Jedi bit. I don't think we've ever really yeah. seen the clones like hooded like that in a robe. Nope, just like when he first showed up at Sid's when he's wearing the cloak. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. learning a lot from Obi-Wan here. Keep keep that hood up. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants them to go get who, Colleen? D. <laughs> Gregor, poor Gregor. We love you so much. We've been speculating since we knew Rex was involved this season, whether or not we'd see Rex's rebels, comrades, Wolf and Gregor. And here we go. Here we go, guys. I love it. Gregor first appeared in the Clone Wars episode, Missing in Action, where he was like rocking a really strong beard. Like Gregor is always looking really good, no matter what he's doing. Love it. He was working as a dishwasher <laughs> and getting pushed around basically doing all these odd jobs he eventually did get his memory back and made his way back to the republic to rejoin the war after he got exploded our poor baby i i'm guessing that his different speech pattern and behavioral pattern came because of the massive head trauma probably which is that would make sense and we'll kind of take care of him in rebels later like our poor buddy he does need some help apparently he became a teacher after the commerce ended though like seriously why (laughs) because he volunteered and the empire doesn't like distinguish that's true. I'm sure his commandos buddies were like, mm. <laughs> something is wrong with Gregor. Maybe we should rethink this. They're like, nope, we need everybody that we can get. <laughs> he thinks outside the box. He does. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Those other guys are there to, to pick up the slack. And Daniel, who are those guys? You were so excited. Oh my gosh, clone commandos. I love them so much. Those mando um, comments. <laughs> so the one that we see in this episode is Scorch. He's the one with the yellow armor. Uh, he's RC1262. Uh, so he is part of Delta Squad. Uh, we've seen them in canon and in Legends. So in canon, we've seen them in the Clone Wars episode season. Uh, they're in season three, episode 14, Witches of the Mist. Uh, they come back with news of Savage Press to the Jedi Council. So that's always fun. Um, But the way that they're more well-known is the 2005 video game um, Republic Commando. And it is a masterpiece. Anyone that has an (laughs) Xbox should play it. Um, Those commandos are so cool. And they also have a a novel line from Legends where they transition into Imperial Commandos after Order 66. So I thought it was neat that they are brought in in canon as um, teachers to these new Stormtroopers. I'm excited that they are brought in and I hope we see more of them in later in maybe this season or next season. Yes, please. Do you think they could be like a rogue troop that leaves the Empire? Because there's a lot of storylines about stormtroopers that defect. Like some of it is like an accidental defection and some of them are Mm -hmm. purposeful defections, especially clones with Suterfell's clones kind of being like, bye, I'm out. (laughs) So that would be really cool if we could get even I would love more to see that. clone defectors with different stories than the Bad Batch, but I'm here. I'm here for it. Mark, clones, <laughs> Exactly. <please. laughs> yes. 
All right, Colleen, what's up next? And then we have a reactor port is clutch yet again. <laughs> Just like how the reactor vent was the weak point on the Death Star, the reactor vent on the Darrow base is key to the Bad Batch's escape. I do love how every single time they have to escape, Tech's like, well, this is just the plan. We're just going to have to do it and you're going to have to like it. And then he just shoots up. <laughs> He's like, fuck you guys. It's the only plan we got. <laughs> We're going to do it. I mean, crawling through a vent is definitely nothing new. But then when they came in, when the uh, when the stormtroopers came in, and they're like, they're in the reactor vent, and I'm like, really, guys? It's a reactor port that's like that's just open to the outside. <laughs> We're doing this again. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, <laughs> what if they like, toss like, a oh, grenade down it? If they toss a grenade down mm. it and blow up the whole base? <laughs> oh. Yikes! That would have been hysterical. Blow up the mountain, everybody. Oh, <laughs> So with that mountain, that kind of mountain setting, and one of text lines here at the end, I'm wondering, is this an, is this a Hunger Games reference? So Hunter's stranded, and he's saying, you guys leave, and there's and Tech has the line, the odds of escape are not in your, are not in your favor. Yeah. And yeah. and I was just like, really? No. Hunter, may the odds be ever in your favor if we get that as a reference to. The common saying in the Hunger Games. <laughs> I mean, Palpatine does have some big President Snow vibes. So yeah, Snow is not quite probably, as powerful. But... Although he no, probably doesn't have it. his origin yeah. story is probably more interesting than the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Ooh, shade. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if they make Plagueis canon, like his Ooh. childhood is sure freaking interesting. <laughs> Now we are going to move into our predictions and questions for the next episode. I'm so here for anything, <laughs> anything and everything that's about to happen. I trust them completely. The storytelling has been amazing this season. I have a feeling they're going to make us cry, <laughs> or at least me, because I'm freaking weepy when it comes to Star Wars, especially animation, apparently. I really hope that Gregor sticks around because I think they're going to need another person for any sort of infiltration or rescue team that they're going to make. Plus, he's mm -hmm. also a bit defective, so he fits in with them pretty well. Like, oh, he's like, oh, you're defective. <laughs> it's like, Gregor, come on, babe. Why are you saying that right now? And Echo's like, I'm a reg. Oh, I'm not really anymore. No. It's just so good. I, I like that he fits in with their dynamic. Like, he's going to get along really well with Wrecker. <laughs> them together share, like, one brain cell, so it's going to be great. He's going to be really good at improvising, which I enjoy. I really want that Crosser and Hunter showdown slash bro down. I said earlier this season that Hunter was the one Crosser was probably closest to. Mm -hmm. So their dialogue in the next episode should be really great. Like, no fighting. I just want them to talk. I love a good, like, tense conversation between people who are yeah. close. Like, it's going to be really interesting to see what Crosser has to say. So you Jeff? want the Loki finale. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. More talky, yeah. less shooty, please. That would be amazing. I definitely yeah, want to see I'm where Nose's heading to. Like, I think she's heading into some sort of secret Palpy cloning project or like Moff Gideon's kind of cloning situation. I have a feeling she's going to be one of the key scientists for that, mm -hmm. perhaps. Mm -hmm. And one way to make her do it would be to threaten people she loves. So probably threatening those clone babies. God damn it, Star Wars. Ah, Palpy, you're so mean. Okay, Anders, how about you? So yeah, I I would like uh, I would like Gregor to stick around for at least one more episode. Maybe maybe bring in Rex and Wolf 
to help with the uh, with this escape would be very interesting. Although I will say, one of the things I really liked about this episode is actually that it gave Echo a little bit more to do. He hasn't yes. had a chance to do much this season, I feel like, and adding more characters to the team just like dilutes, yeah. it takes away from that anyway. So I'm a little torn on which one of those I really want to see, but I'm here for it either way, however it goes. My main question is, is Lamassu still alive? That seemed like a very deliberate choice to not actually hear that gunshot <laughs> or hear it like a blaster mm -hmm. shot everywhere. So I would definitely think that that prime minister could show up again. I don't think he's making it out of the season alive, but showing up as for like one other moment um, to really, I hope to wrap up the Camino plotline um, in a little bit of a bigger way, this seemed, I mean, I felt it the entire time. It was very, very tense, but it seems then to kind of just wrap up potentially with a right. bit of a whimper. <laughs> like, I, I want. I kind of hope he, yeah, pushed like a dead man switch or something. And it's like, now yeah. all the clones are. <laughs> like, I want something. Yeah, something to wrap up that, that plot line in a little bit more of a satisfactory, satisfactory mm -hmm. way, which is what I hope that they get, we get in the next couple episodes rather than having it be more or less all off screen. I mean, I think we're mm -hmm. still, Fennec is still a dangling thread. And the fact that she yeah. was hired by the Kaminoans, or at least by Nalise. So a lot of stuff still kind of up in the air. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to see, I'm just going to, I'm going to throw some stuff at the wall and see if it sticks the next two episodes. But I think we're going to see uh, the team go to uh, get Hunter back. And as that's going on, Camino is going to turn into a battleground. I think like everything is going to come to head with uh, the clones and with Camino and against the Empire, like all as they're trying to get out. I think that would make for just a like wonderfully chaotic scenario of them trying to escape Camino as the uh, Caminoans of like unleashed all of their remaining clones like trying to defend themselves it would just make for a complete chaos i'd love to see something like that that's just me wildly speculating but the one thing i know that i definitely want give me more of the clone commandos i need to know what happened with delta squad mm -hmm. you guys don't understand the video game leaves them at a cliffhanger one of the squad is missing we never got a, a resolution to that story now they're in canon and the last we saw of them, like, we don't even know what happened to Boss, to Fixer, to Sev. I need to know their stories. I need to know what happened. Which is um, so them showing me a clone commando has absolutely unraveled me. Um, just give me more clone commandos, please. Season two, clone commandos. <laughs> please just give me more. Maybe that's, hey, maybe that's why they, uh, maybe that's one of the reasons that they put a pause on, was it um, New Republic? Commando, commanders the Rangers of the, one? Rangers of the New yeah. Republic, yeah. Put a pause on that so we can do commandos. That'd be cool. <laughs> they changed the focus of that show. I would, that would, be I would awesome. lose it. Especially since people are like, oh my god, it's Scorch! <laughs> oh yeah, as soon as I saw that armor, I was like, my baby boy! <laughs> Where's the rest? <laughs> I was so excited oh, for you. I was like, oh, Daniel's gonna be so happy! <laughs> I have been waiting since 2005 uh, to know what happened to Seb. And I'm just like, so what happened to everyone else? 
I hope we get that resolution too. That would be amazing. Yes, please. Well, unfortunately, the the story of the video game is no longer canon, so that just give me some resolution with the squad. I need to know what they're up to. I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready yeah. for it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready. We're ready for everything, you guys. Okay, I think that's going to be it for the Bad Batch today. Even though we will be back for sure, and we're hoping for a very long finale. Please give us a longer than 25 minutes finale that would Please. be amazing another movie come on guys come on you can yeah. do it we believe in you Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts and leave us those five-star reviews. Check out our website at bohemiangeekstudies.com where you can watch all of our episodes. Enjoy my book corner where I'm reviewing Star Wars literature and contact us through email and social media. And as always, keep telling other nerdy knights to join us. It really does help. We can also, you can also head to forgottenentertainment.com to check out all of the offerings from the Forgotten Entertainment family. Super fun pods over there, you guys. Please give them a listen. There's one about beer and pop culture. That's fantastic. Love, 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 love it. Including yet another Star Wars podcast as well, where we just wrapped up our rewatch of the films in Star Wars canon. Until next time, though, you guys, Gontroids plugged in and keep those episodes streaming. Bye-bye.